0: You know, in our lives, if we are blessed enough, we will have someone we can always say is our best friend. Somebody that we can say is somebody we could talk to, to share things with, get help from. Most of all, to trust and to love. Now, who is Jesus? He is all of that for all of us. The question here is, who is Jesus and who is he to you? But he does use sometimes people for us to experience a foretaste of that in this life. To see what it is like in just the littlest sense, because then it'll be so much fulfilled in a greater way in heaven. Sometimes he does that through those we love, and especially best friends. I was blessed very much at three different stages in my life to have three best friends. My very first best friend in Holly, Michigan, was named Steve Middleton. And he was a big brother that I never had. I was always lucky. I never had anybody really going through school that I was ever picked on or anything like that. That never happened, praise be to God. But he was always there if I ever felt there was a threat. He was a big brother, a best friend, a protector. But even they can let you down. I remember we were camping out in the backfield one night. I was eight, he was 10, how different times are now. And all of a sudden I took a drink, we had some canteens, and he flipped out and started yelling at me that I can't stay here with you, you drank my water. And he went flying out of the tent and I just broke into tears, I started crying. And you know, later he admitted, that he blamed me because he had actually just saw the movie the night before called Grizzly Bear. <laughs> so he was actually scared <laughs> to be camping in the woods and then blame me. So even our best friends have faults. They We can't expect them to be perfect. Only God is perfect. But Steve Middleton died much too young. He died in... The prime of life, Um, tragically. He drowned. Then I had the best friend in middle school named Nick Rafko. He went to a rival high school, or uh, excuse me, grade school, because back in the CYO of Monroe, Michigan, there was St. John, St. Charles, St. Mary, St. Michael's, and we all had our own sports teams, so it was a big rivalry. And Nick was St. Mary's, and I was St. Mike's, and you, you weren't friends. And so we were this rival, and then we found out that our dads were best friends when they were in high school, or good friends. And Nick and I became friends. We pretty much lived at each other's house. His sister was my babysitter, his older sister. Not many people can say their babysitter was Miss America. Kehlani ray Rafko, his sister was Miss America, 1988. Kehlani ray Rafko. Nick was a special man. He was a linebacker on the University of Wisconsin football team and played in the Rose Bowl. Very beautiful soul. He was engaged to a beautiful young lady. His whole life was set in front of him. He just graduated college, had a job, lined up, and was killed in a car wreck. I thought I'd never get over that one. Nick was a brother. And I remember at his funeral, two full busloads of University of Wisconsin football players pulled up. They drove all the way from Wisconsin with Coach Barry Alvarez. I've been a Wisconsin football fan ever since. Nick is a special guy, he also died much too early. Then in high school I became friends with a very special guy who he also started out as rivals at Monroe Catholic Central, his name was Bob Brandt. We met while playing football. And we played under a very tough coach, one of the toughest coaches, military type of guy you could ever find yet we became friends. One of the reasons I'm a priest, and I've told you the story about my grandma, but right behind my grandma, the reason that I'm a priest is because of Bob Brandt. Bob Brandt had left his Catholic faith right after we were in college. And that's about the time when I started catching fire with my faith. And we would spend hours on the telephone, and I'd be trying everything to get him to see the faithfulness and the truthfulness of the Catholic faith. He was Pentecostal, and he said, I just can't belong to this Catholic church. And he gave me all these reasons. I had never evangelized before. I had never brought anybody to the Catholic faith before. And all of a sudden I had this inflamed fire from somewhere to bring Bob back to the Catholic faith. And we I worked on it and worked on it and worked on it, and I didn't understand what the sense of urgency was. And Bob came back to the Catholic faith, and then he died of a heart failure 11 years ago today. Bob died t- September 24th, 2010. It was a day, one of the most saddest days of my life because he was somebody very, very special. He was the first person that I felt that I had really seen the importance of how faith can play into a relationship. Yeah, we had other joys. We were both big Detroit Red Wing hockey fans. We used to double date when we would go out with our girlfriends. And we always agreed that, that when we got married, our spouses would have to like hockey (laughs) and that they would have to get along. And so we shared a common love of many things, hunting, fishing. We both really loved Bob Probert. He was a tough player for the Detroit Red Wings hockey team. All three of us had heart problems. I had a heart problem and now it's, I had stents and 99% blockage in the main artery of my heart. Bob had heart problems and Bob Probert, our favorite player, had heart problems. Those two died of it. Bob Probert died of a heart failure on Lake St. Clair as a young man, just after his playing days were over. And Bob Brandt died of heart failure. Sometimes I wonder, why they died, and I was allowed to live. It's kind of like my nephew who is in Afghanistan. He saw three of his best friends, just like me, losing three of your best friends. Steve Middleton dies. Nick Rafko dies. Bob Brandt dies. And my nephew saw in Afghanistan his best three friends killed right in front of him. And he struggled greatly, saying, why would they die but i be allowed to live i don't know the answer to that question all i know is it's probably because god still has a lot more work to do in me nick and bob were ready they were ready to meet god i think way before i was who knows we'll know someday but bob suffered tremendously as he got to know Jesus more and more, he suffered like Jesus more and more. In this gospel passage, Jesus says that the Son of Man will have to suffer greatly, will suffer, die, and then be risen. Bob suffered. Bob died 11 years ago today. And I have all the hope in the world that he has risen. The more the world... People ask, why is there suffering? We just did an EWTN show on it. You can find it on livingdivinemercy.org. But why would God allow such suffering? Why would he allow Bob to go through what he did and it finally ended in his life 11 years ago today? As Bob got closer to Jesus, he suffered more. But Bob and I used to always talk about Why is there evil in the world? And, you know, it's kind of interesting. I found, again, some old seminary notes as I was preparing my Saturday talk for this Saturday tomorrow. We hope you'll join us. I'm going to be speaking on St. Francis and St. Therese of Lisieux. The church will be open to you who would like to join us to visit as we do this talk tomorrow. And I came across something I had written down in seminary it was interesting something my professor had said why is there evil in the world the more the world embraces evil the more the world puts itself as god and embraces evil the more prevalent evil becomes in the world and sooner or later it becomes so prevalent that we suffer more and more and more. You know what it's kind of like? I just thought of this. It's kind of like if you have a city where millions of people live together and everybody just littered, just threw their garbage, thinking, well, this doesn't affect anybody else, and just threw their garbage. Pretty soon the garbage would pile up and up and up And pretty soon, nobody is able to function because of the garbage and the junk that each other person left. And that's what evil is. The more that we do evil, even in private, the more that we sin, even when we think it doesn't affect anybody else, we're laying garbage on the street and it just keeps piling up and up. And pretty soon, other people can't avoid it. This garbage, this evil starts to overwhelm us. That's why there is suffering and death. Those are the consequences of sin. But I have full heart and belief that Steve, Nick, and Bob, they suffered. They got through, and now they will be resurrected. This is my belief. This is what I see, and this is the teaching of our faith. Mrs. Brandt, I hope you're watching today because I want to call you today. haven't spoken to you in a long time. Mrs. Brandt became like a mom to me because Bob was her only son. They had no children. They adopted Bob and Bob was a great example. You know, all three of them died. And then when I went to work as an engineer, I became friends with a man named Carter. And he became my best friend. He's a great friend, and he came to my ordination. In my, my ordination, Nick's mom was there. Bob's mom and dad were there. Nick's family was there. And I introduced them to Carter. And later Carter said, hey, man, don't call me your best friend because that'll mean my life on this earth is short. <laughs> so. So I I could see that point. But God does bring friends. Now I have Brother Ken, Brother Mark, Cameraman Giuseppe, all my brothers. So God brings more friends. They're probably saying the same thing. Father, don't call me your best friend. But God brings them. So who is Jesus? Let's finish with that. The link between God and man. That's who Jesus is defined in theology. So if somebody says, who is Jesus? You first say, well, in theology, he's the link between God and man. He came to repair the damage man caused by sin because sin was so great that it caused a permanent divide between God and man. Now, the problem is that the divide is so great that man didn't have the power to fix it. He couldn't fix it. Well, on the other sense, God had the power to fix it, but the problem was God didn't break it. So you really couldn't have God alone fix it because that's not holding man accountable. Accountability is you suffer the consequences of sin. God didn't cause the rift. So God could fix it, but he didn't cause it. Man, he caused it, but he couldn't fix it. So who's Jesus? Jesus. The answer to that, the God man, both God and man who came to repair it, even though he didn't break it, he became a man and shared in human nature because we are the ones who broke it. So he is God and man and only God and man, that one person united in Jesus Christ could fix it. This is the theological answer to who God is, or Jesus is. And why did he come? He came to pay our debt for sin. We all know, you've heard me say, the penalty for sin is death. Why did Jesus die on the cross? Because the penalty for sin is death. When you sin or I sin, we deserve to die. And when Jesus came, he paid that debt. He died for us. Now, that's the theology answer to who is Jesus. But who is Jesus to you? And I was reflecting on this this morning in my holy hour, and you know who Jesus is to me? Jesus is my protector. I've done some of the dumbest things you can ever imagine. I've said some of the stupidest things you can ever imagine. But somehow, in some way, God has always protected me. He's like Steve Middleton, but in a better version. He's like my coach that Bob Brandt and I played for. He guides me, he leads me, he teaches me. We played for a most uh, tough coach. God's like my coach even better than Coach Sanderson because he's full of mercy and shows us and teaches us. He's like my spouse As the church, we are the spouse of Jesus, and I was engaged to be married. I was planning to be married to Gina. But now Jesus is my spouse. Not that Gina wouldn't have made a wonderful spouse, but now I have the ultimate spouse. He is Father. Like Nick and I, when we found out that our fathers were good friends, I realized that ultimately, as my father and Nick's father were good friends, The true Father is God in heaven. So God to me is Father. He is friend. Who is Jesus to me? He is friend. Like all three, Nick, Bob, and Steve. And now Carter and all my brothers. And most of all, he is love. The love that I shared with Nick, Bob, and Steve was like, man, I'd die for you. All three of those did. Why God left me, as I said, I don't know. But God shows that love. So treat God as these types of people for you. Your protector, your coach, your guide, your spouse, your father, your friend, your love, everything. This is who God is. Talk to him in prayer like a friend, like a best friend. And most of all, he will unite us all. One day. I know I will see Steve, Nick, and Bob together. I know we will be together again. All of us will be united with him for all eternity if we accept Jesus Christ. And I think that's why Bob, God, had Bob convert before he died. I'm offering this mass for Bob Brandt on the 11th anniversary of his death. Because if you saw our videos from the past or you've read my book, you know that God is outside of time. There is no time for God. There is no past for God. There is no future for God. Everything for God is one eternal present moment. As Padre Pio said, and we celebrated him yesterday. Padre Pio said that I'm praying for my grandfather, even though he died 20 years ago. Because God knew 20 years ago that tonight I would be praying for the happy death of my grandfather. Now, you've heard me say we can't get our friends out of hell, that's permanent. But because God is outside of time, He can take this prayer from this Mass right now that I'm offering for Bob, and He can give the graces back at the time of Bob's judgment and give those graces to him that is gonna come from this mass right now. I pray mass for all, or celebrate mass for all my friends. I pray mass for nations, peoples. I feel like I'm friends with the entire nation of the Philippines. (laughs) I love the Philippines, I love the people, I love the culture. I feel like when I went over there that they were all my brothers and sisters. I said, if I wasn't living in the US, I'd move straight to the Philippines because I love the faithfulness. I love the people. I haven't met one Filipino who didn't want to feed me. (laughs) (laughs) And so I'm so grateful for that. And so I pray, I offer this mass for my friends, for the people that we will all be united together someday with jesus christ and so when god being outside of time how we can take the prayers of this mass the offering and the grace of this mass and give it to bob at the moment of his judgment even though he died 11 years ago today i know that bob if any way he needed those graces will accept them i can't accept them for him can't get bob out of hell that's not true but what we can do is pray So what I ask you today, right now, is to think of anyone special you have lost in your life. Anybody special, a best friend, family member, a loved one. And right now, through the sacrifice of this Mass, offer the graces for them. And say, Lord, you are outside of time. Lord God, you are not restricted or constricted. I offer this grace of this Mass for that person and let that grace be enough for them at the moment they are judged by god because remember bob didn't die 11 years ago for god it's all happening instantaneously this mass is happening at the exact same time bob died in the moment of god's eternity time was created for us so in the moment of eternity this is all one instant for god my grandma did not commit suicide in 1993 to, my, to God, because it's all one moment. So the prayers of this mass and the graces from it can be offered for them at that moment. And we pray that they'll accept those graces and say yes to Jesus. You want to help them more than any other way you possibly can? That's how. And may God be praised that he is that merciful, that he will allow us to offer and be part of such salvation powerful grace that he gives us that's why he gives us best friends because it's a foretaste of what it'll be like united to our ultimate spouse and best friend in heaven jesus christ
1: are you a Marian helper join our spiritual benefit society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses